still pretty tired. I can't seem to shake it. Emily knew how debilitating grief could be. I've got to go into town to run some errands. Do you want to come along? Emily asked. After lingering over a big breakfast, they were standing side by side doing the dishes. Her hands in pink rubber gloves beneath a thick layer of suds, his tea towel-covered hand stuffed into a mug. If you don't mind, I'd rather stay here, if that's okay. Once upon a time, she'd have been hurt. Of course it's okay, Jake. We've both lived alone long enough to not need another person to entertain us all the time. Although, don't get me wrong, I do enjoy your company, Emily added, starting to get a bit flustered. Isn't that what love was? Wanting to be with someone all the time? Jake let out a sigh. It's not that I don't want to spend time with you. I do. But I'm just not used to having someone else around all the time. Emily nodded. You've probably only just got used to living alone. And I wouldn't mind betting you've quite enjoyed being independent. He said, looking at her sympathetically. So, can we make a pact? Can we agree that it's okay to spend time apart without getting all paranoid about why? That it's not a sign there's something wrong between us? I guess, Emily said, not quite convinced. Where is this coming from? Maybe he's had a clingy girlfriend before. I don't mean to sound pushy, but I once had a girlfriend who came to stay and insisted on spending every second of every day together. It drove me nuts. Bingo. Sorry, the only piece I got was in the loo, he said with a gentle smile. It's fine, Jake, we all need our space, she said. So it's a pact? As long as we also agree that if one of us has a problem, big or small, we discuss it, Emily said. I don't want to end up where we were last time. Okay, Jake said. And... While we're on ground rules, Emily continued. Oh, oh, here we go, Jake said, smiling at her. Emily flicked a handful of suds at his chest. I'm being serious, she said. I want you to feel at home, come and go as you please, but it would be helpful to know what meals you will and won't be here for. Now you're making me sound like a boarder. He went behind her wrapped his arms around her waist and nuzzled at her neck. I mean it when I say I love you. I'm serious about us, about this working out, even though it's so new. I only meant I want to be free to head off for a walk on my own if I want to. I might not even want to. I love you too. And I mean it when I say I want you to feel at home. What's mine is yours. Honestly. You should feel free to use the car, internet, phone, whatever you need. They finished the last few dishes and then sat at the table to write up a shopping list. Jake gave her some money towards expenses, which she very reluctantly accepted, and she handed him the spare key to the sliding glass door. Right, last chance to change your mind, Emily said, collecting her handbag and keys from the bench. Sure you don't want to visit the thriving metropolis? I'll pass, thanks, Jake said, getting up and going over to her. 
I am looking forward to getting to know the area, but I don't think I'm ready to become the talk of the town just yet. I know what small towns can be like. Oh, I might just go for a stroll. Maybe take a few shots. I'm planning on being here for a while, so there's no rush. For anything. He gave her a peck on the lips. Have fun. You too. Gracie, you look after Jake for me while I'm gone, she said, bending down to ruffle the border collie's ears. Jake was standing at the glass door when she backed out of the shed and drove off. She returned his wave and the kisses he blew her. Before driving to town, Emily drove a short way up the road to run a quick errand. David had put the sheep on the stubble in the paddock over from the cottage ruins, where she and Jake could keep an eye on them. She'd promised to check the trough each day. Under their lease agreement, David was taking care of them in exchange for a profit share. But there was no point in him driving down just to check the...